Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Carlin, and with me today, I have Irish filmmaker Ian Adams on the podcast. So Ian has made three feature-length films of his own. Uh, we're going to be chatting about mainly the third one today, which is called The Feature. It's literally just won Best Independent Movie Award at the Underground Film Festival in Dunleary. Um, it was a film that I had the pleasure of seeing in the Savoy a few months back and uh it was a fantastic like it was one it was great to watch an irish comedy that was genuinely absolutely hilarious and really just enjoyable to watch it also featured my friend mark agar in a starring role um really 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 at the top of his game as well so if you're wondering why he gets an awful slagging it's just because we're friends but uh, <laughs> but seriously the film was fantastic and one of the things that i couldn't get over so ian wrote directed it and he has a starring role in it as well um it's shot for under a grant. The whole film is made for under a grant. So I'll be chatting about how Ian made it, how he wrote it, how that's even financially feasible and, you know, getting it out there for people to see and everything. And uh, as well as Ian also works on many film production and TV productions around the country. Most recently, I think he was working with Russell Crowe and M. Night Shyamalan. So I'll be chatting about all that as well. So it's uh, it was a very, very fun podcast to record. I had an absolute blast doing it and uh, very very interesting so uh, hope you've enjoyed the episode here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson for another episode of the Who Art Thou podcast and with Ian Adams, uh, writer, director and host, well, supporting actor in uh, uh, the feature. Kind of, yeah. It's not really acting when you're just kind of playing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, um, as I said to you when we were recording this episode, well, before we started recording, I was at the Savoy premiere uh, with my friend Mark, because Mark Agar obviously is the is, is stars in the film as well. And it was so nice to watch an Irish comedy that was like, genuinely absolutely hilarious i was just wondering what was like going in writing it like because your previous work was not really comedy no well, the first movie we've done was called the lads pretty violent <laughs> yeah that, well, you see the lads was kind of like uh love hate meets dumb and dumber <laughs> so i kind of like that was like that's like a, a dark comedy and then we went the opposite direction with the next one called Manhunt. Yeah, that's um, that's a horror, isn't yeah, it? So yeah, so Manhunt was like a full-on like slasher horror. It was my little homage to like Scream. I know what you did last summer. Nice. Uh, you know, all the classic ni- late 90s yeah, yeah. kind of slasher movies that we grew up with. I, I love Scream, especially for five and six, like the sixth well, installment. I remember seeing the fifth one in cinema and... It was the sixth one with the, the the new cast, wasn't it? That was, Or is it the sixth, or is that the fifth one? Number five is the newest one. New that was sc- 20, yeah, yeah. 20, Well, I saw that in cinema and like Scream, obviously fairly violent, but nothing kind of, you know, crazy. And then I saw five, I was like, Jesus, they've amped it up a lot. Like it's proper dark at points. Like six, like number six, it's not really a horror movie. It's just a full on action movie. I haven't seen it yet. No, no, I haven't seen it yet. I'm getting there. So (laughs) mad horn, mad horn. (laughs) So like it's, it's. It's really good, but the reveal, I obviously won't say, it's really good up until like the reveal and the twist. Uh, that's kind of the problem with some screen films that you kind of see it and you're just like, really, that person? <laughs> yeah, it, it kept me guessing now. Okay. I was like, at the start, I said, I won't give it away, I said something at the start of the movie, it turns to me mates and I says, I bet you, blah, blah, blah. And goes, Shut the fuck up, man, I won't. And I was right. So, <laughs> nice. I can tell you the end and who the killer is, if you're honest. No, 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 you I'm sure? good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs> But uh, like, so yeah, the feature, like how, how did that film come about? So in 2019, so we finished Manhunt and we released Manhunt on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh man, I'd love to make a movie about kind of like what we do. Mm. Literally is like write down pen and piece of paper. It's like, right, I'm this person. You're that person. What did we do in this situation when this happened when we were filming? what other situations, what always went wrong or what were the arguments that people kind of got up to? Or mm. I was like, that would be a bit of class. So it's almost like a, a, what is it, an autobiography? Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, it, it's like a... Autobiographical. Yeah, uh, about us. It's like, yeah, this... Memoir. <laughs> yeah, kind of memoir, yeah. <laughs> we're like, let's fuck it, let's just write down because the same thing taught by any, even my lecturers at college or anyone I talked to, it's that thing of write what you know. Mm. And we're like, why don't we just write down literally 
what the way me and you talk to each other when we're filming, <laughs> the way we talk to the cast. You know what I mean? As well, because Joe Reed he wrote it with me. Mm, yeah, so he plays we, the, the the. So the, Joe, the, so Joe Reed plays Robbie, the camera operator and the DP in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Joe also wrote the movie with me, and he was the DOP for the movie. It's mad. He looks so like a friend of mine. So it was weird. What we were like, we're watching Mark and Will on screen. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. cool. But um, like, was. Th- th- I'm trying to think, like, what was it like making it? Like, just, it was just, because it looks, from from the get-go, when you look, it's like, these looks like they're having fun the entire time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, literally <laughs> from start to I couldn't get luckier with the cast. Like, Mark Agar, Dar- Daryl Huey, uh, Cy Black and Coyle, uh, James, PJ. Uh, like, we, li- I literally, I couldn't have got a more perfect, I got the, what you call it? The casting was down to a T. Mm. Every single person was like, man, bang on. That is exactly what we want. You even look like what I have in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was from pen to paper. It was like, I couldn't have got luckier. And it was the crack we used to have. There was no arguments. There was no bullshit. It was just fucking... Just straight fun. Yeah. And it was just like... <laughs> and it wouldn't be that thing of like, you know, we would improv a lot with some scenes. It was the likes of, right, here's the breakdown of the scene. Here's the dialogue. But mm. if you change little bits of dialogue, don't worry too much. As long as you have the gist of what's happening in the scene. So you gave off that more of a realistic kind of conversation to it. And are you comfortable like with directing and being in it at the same time or yeah, is it weird? I'd be, I'd be fucking, I'd be buzzing. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what I mean? I'd be buzzing kind of all the time. So, so like I was like, right, I'm writing it. I was like, right, we're filming. Right, that camera's there. The shot's going to be here and there. Yeah. Right, Joe, you do that. Right, I'm going to hop in the scene. And then the scenes, the scenes Joe was in, I'm camera operating. Oh, right, okay. And the scenes I'm in, Joe's camera operating. And then pretty much any wide shots, it's just on the tripod. We're okay. like, right, roll, jump in there, hit, hit your mark. And we'll just kind of see what happens. <laughs> just pray it's in fucking focus. Uh, oh, that must be the worst thing ever oh, when you come back man. to it. <laughs> oh. Setting lights up and everything and just fuck. Just, because you, you'd be like, oh, please. And obviously you'd view, you'd view uh, the playback. But still, I was just sweating when I got home on the big monitor. I was like, please be in focus, please be in focus. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, what, what's, was there any scenes that particularly were difficult to shoot? There's one scene in it, like, I'm not, not going to give spoilers away, that was so funny. I think you know the way it's involving your character that I was laughing so hard that I nearly was choking in the cinema while I was watching it. Which it involves one? involves a uh, particular... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. With that, it's funny that you say that, right? Because I remember we wrote that scene. That pretty, pretty much anyone has seen it. It's, it's the, the punching scene in the yeah, pub. It's so funny. For me, right? Because I remember when I was writing that, in, our, in my head, I was like, this is hilarious. This is great, blah, blah, blah. Went out, shot it in my head. And then we shot it that day. I was like, this is shit. This is fucking shit. In what way? Just, just, just everything just about great. it. I says, it's just not going to work. My performance is shit. The scene is shit. It's just, no one is going to find this funny. Mm. Went home, edited the whole scene. Same thing, sitting there for ages. Editing, editing. I was like, there's a part of me, like, I just want to cut out this whole scene. It's not going to work. I'm actually just laughing thinking about it again. But so. that's the thing. It's like, it's that one scene. I was sitting there and I was like, this is going to be the part in the cinema where it's just a tumbleweed. Mm. It's just silence. And I remember watching it in the cinema with the first screen we had in the Savoy. And I was sitting there and it was packed. It was so loud. You see yeah, it? Yeah. It, was, no, it, was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't an empty seat in the whole place. Yeah. Like. And I was sitting there and I was like, right, here we go. Here we go. And then, bam, the first band went everyone burst out laughing I, I, I literally looked at Joe I was like what the fuck and then bam again and then the more it went on that that scene by far mm. that got the hardest laughs of the whole it, movie it is it's, and it, it just shows I was like I, in my head I was like, like it just completely backfired I was like oh this is great you know but I was just mind blown I was like holy fuck thank god just that that's what away yeah like, literally yeah. <laughs> but, but it was good though it was, it was a lovely payoff because that thing of you know will this work will it won't well it's the whole thing with writing mm. you don't know it's like even the lecturer said that he said uh, literally use your sense of humour write whatever you think is funny write it down put it in the movie because you can't please everyone you're going to have the 50% who will laugh and you have the 50% who won't he says just do it and just see what happens and that's literally what it was it's like right go on no it, it pays off because like the film is so like unapologetically Irish like it's such a good Irish comedy it's fantastic but one of the things actually that just coming with the Savoy that I just remember there that you said at the end of the film, you said that you shot the film for under 1,000 euro, which I find just incredible. How did you do that? <laughs> it was a total of 900 euro. Wow. So Even that, all this original music and everything through the film. Everything. The yeah. music was done by my mate, uh, Oshin Mack. Well, he goes by Oshin Mack, he's a uh, He does rap in Oscar Elga. 
Oh wow, okay. And he's class. Yeah, he does. He's done a documentary there recently that was in the lighthouse, and uh, he's been. But Ushin has done the music for all my movies, The Lads, Manhunt, and the feature. He's scored all of them. It's been all his own beats, all his own instrumentals. Um, but yeah, Ushin just same thing. It was like pretty much with the crackers with money. It was like from start to finish. We know it's like everyone just straight up's like, listen, we have no money. Mm. We have fucking no money. We're gonna be straight up. Shit. No one's getting paid. But at the end of it, we want to make a movie. Straight up, making a movie if you want to help. An award-winning movie. <laughs> <laughs> best, uh, best movie at uh, Underground <laughs> Film Festival, just letting you know. And uh, it's that thing of, right, we're making a movie. If you want to help, please come and help. If you mm. don't want to help, there's absolutely no problem. There's no hard feelings, whatever. But it's just straight up, like, we have no money. And that's the thing. But it's a bunch of people making, uh, you know, being very passionate about their own work. It's like Ushin with his music. It's class. The stunt coordinators, they're doing the fight choreography in the scenes. And it looks great. Shawnee, who's a sound engineer, you know, ticking the boxes for all his whopper little sound effects as mm. well. Like we have everyone just kind of helping out and willing to help on their own free time. Like no one's been forced into it. These people wanted to help out and it could I couldn't have got luckier with those people because every fucking one of them, cast, crew, everyone done a solid job and they ticked the box of... <laughs> Of their own job. Well, um, there's no, no, there's like, there's no one I'm unhappy with, you know what I'm saying? No. Oh man, oh shit, that was shit. What was that? You know what I mean? But it looks like it's like everything about it, it's a proper professional film. It's when you said that, I was like, Jesus Christ, because I know filmmakers, I know Mark's trying to get films made, and just the budgets for these things are just absolutely astronomical yeah. these days. Yeah, even, but it's even trying to distribute it, like get it to people and stuff, I'd say is just a nightmare in itself. Well, you see, that's the thing. I still have a lot to learn with distribution, and as well as like even with funding, like I would love to get funding. 100% love to get but it's my thing is I have a very get up and go kind of attitude like I'd be very eager like right right I've wrote this now okay get everyone together right let's shoot it by the time you get funding it's it's nearly like to some people I was talking to there recently and he said oh my project got green lit he's like you're going into development now I was like oh deadly I'm, I'm absolutely delighted that's great but he he was trying to get nearly three years ago oh wow okay do you know what I mean yeah. it's like by the time I get funding and get the money and all that. It's like, I would have shot and edited the whole movie, have it ready to go. So my thing is just like, yeah. you know, obviously money is great. <laughs> I fucking love to get, obviously that's the thing. One day I'll get paid for it. But at the same time, it's my passion. It's like, this is the good thing for my mental health. People like going to the gym to lift weights and mm. make them feel good about themselves. For me, my thing is I just love making movies. Have you actually been making movies, by the way, since you were six? Yeah. Wow, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, the fucking, we've come a long way. <laughs> they're, they're, done, they're not like, you know, Manhunter, the feature now, but yeah, we've we've come a long way. But it's been great. That Like, that's the best advice I could give to anyone as well is keep making shit. Mm. Because it is, the more shit you make, you watch it, it, you play back everything and like, right, well, that didn't work. That did work. What to do, what not to do. It's progress. Every single time it's fucking progress. Mm. Not the likes of make something. Ah, oh, that was shit. No, I'm shit at that. I can't do it. The whole point. Never attempt that again. Yeah. <laughs> it's practice. Every single thing is practice. Over time, you pick up things, you get better and better. You watch movies. Well, I, I work on set as well. Yeah. I, suppose, I would say you've picked up a few tips uh, from working on set. But it li- it's the little things. I, I've been working on TV and film now for 10 years since I was 20. And like just seeing things, it's literally little details. Like, man, that, oh my God, that's so useful in. I can use that in my movie. It's like, for example, right? So the ending scene of the feature when they're in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And there's the... Uh, so we... Don't forget, we shot this during COVID. So there's nobody else in there, is so there? there's no one in there. Yeah. So all there, all there was in there that at that scene was the camera operator, the boom operator, and the cast. Okay. Right? So we shot everything this way, looking towards the cast. They're mm. doing their speeches, all their reactions, blah, blah, blah. And then all the other scenes of them sitting down and the people are behind them is the cast mm. so every person you're seeing in that shot is the cast so oh, the, right. the shot of so <laughs> sorry for, I get what you mean now. so yeah, for yeah. example so there's a two shot so there's so there's Joe and PJ then behind them is Sive and Mark <laughs> in a different t-shirt then we cut to another two shot of Sive and James and behind them is Joe and PJ in a different t-shirt <laughs> And you know what I mean? It's just, it's the little things like yeah, that. It's, yeah. the, it's the movie, it's the power of movie making. Like just that little, oh man, that works all the tricks, class. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, it's little, small little things like that. Now I got to ask you because he's definitely going to be listening to this and he's going to, he's going to kill me. Fuck what was it like Mark. working with Diva Queen Mark Hager? <laughs> 
Mark by far was the biggest diva I've ever worked on set. He caused loads of arguments. Everything was like, wait, where's my clue? Where's he wasn't my even shot? acting for his character. That's no. just what he's like. Because that's the thing. We were like, we need a piece of shit. And then Mark just, he was actually just walking by one night and I looked at him and says, you look like a piece of shit. Would you be up for doing this? And he was like, yeah. So Mark wasn't even acting. He's always great. down for doing that. Like just yeah. <laughs> anything to insult people. That's yeah. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but Mark. No, Mark was class. He was even the first day. We were again. It was during COVID. We were doing rehearsals over Zoom with mm. the cast. It was a pain in the bollocks. Um, but it was great. You know, like in the the back and forth and the discussions was great. He was very very cooperative. He, not once he moans. He didn't tell me to shut the fuck up, Ren. Really? No, he actually he says didn't. it to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, he was great. I definitely one hundred percent. I'd hire him again. I'd, I'd hire him all again. No, you you did because I've, I've uh, PJ was working on Mark's film actually, so I was met him before as well. And just everybody just seemed like very very lovely. Um, I have to ask you, what made you put uh, the film Manhunt on YouTube? What was the reasoning behind that? So. Pretty much. With, so I'll go from the start, even with the lads. Mm. So the lads is, have you seen the lads? No, I haven't seen it yet. Sorry. So the lads <laughs> is the first one. What the fuck, man? I'm sorry, leaving. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the lads was like the first one we done. And again, we shot that. That was on a, a budget of 250 euro. Wow. Okay. And the film is an hour and 47. So then, yeah. So with the lads, uh, same thing. We were like, right, we don't have a production company. We have no money. It was like, no one wants to buy it. It was like, let's just literally throw it up on YouTube and see what happens. We threw it up on YouTube and within like the first, within like, I remember one week I looked at it and it was like 900 views. Not so bad. And I went back to it two weeks later and it went up to 110K. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it kept going and going and going and now the lads is on 2.3 million views on YouTube I think Manhunt's on 2.2 isn't Manhunt's, it Manhunt's yeah 2.2 million wow. views and it's, I was like okay this is class so it was like we've made no like we've made fuck our money mm. like with YouTube it's, it's kind of a catch 22 yeah, situation just yeah just a I don't fully understand but like it's uh, not been much because it depends on like your subscribers your likes all mm. this stuff and um, so then that happened and then with Manhunt it was the same so with oh sorry with the lads as well we got that in uh Omniplex picked that up. They oh, gave really? us distribution around Ireland for did, two weeks. Did Film 4 write a review review of it as well or something? We Wasn't got some... a few reviews from UK Film Review. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, it, yeah. Another one, what was it called? I can't remember the name. But yeah, we got a few done. And then that, that's what it was. So with that Manhunt, Manhunt was was pretty much going to be a YouTube movie. That's mm. what it was. I was like, right, come on, I'm going to make this screamish. I know what you did last summer, horror slasher movie. And the same thing, I'm going to show it up on YouTube. So, uh, same thing then. So, we milked Manhunt a bit and then uh, <laughs> we got a few, uh, we got offers from sales agents in LA, Australia and where else was it? Somewhere, I can't remember the other place. But yeah, someone, a sales agent wanted to take it and send it on for us. Fuck. And the same thing, pretty much, I just bitched out because it was straight up, I was like, right, well, I still have a lot to learn, just a lot there I don't fully understand mm. and I don't want to put myself in like, a mad debt of money yeah signing stuff because it was I was reading through the contracts and I went to a solicitor and all the stuff and he read through I mean he was like yeah so this happens here blah 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 and it says if you don't pick up it's like you'll you'll have to pay them a total of 25k what I was like I literally have probably like 500 quid in my bank account I "I can't do that so I just 25k that doesn't even seem like a rational number it was like it was like so if the film is sold the sales agent takes like 10% Oh, it takes like 15% and then the whatever production company picks it up they get like 50% and then uh, if whatever is pretty much left over if it doesn't make the amount I'd have to pay them back fuck and I was like yeah I'm not gonna do you that you kind of wonder how young filmmakers even get into it then like do you know what I mean if oh, I, I don't know man but it was fucking it was a bit rough now and then I just said right you know what's not stressful if I just throw it up on YouTube <laughs> so I threw it up on YouTube same thing threw it up uh Drew it up on New Year's Day 2019 and then looked at it a few days and it was like the same thing. It was like 500 views. Went back two or three weeks and the same thing was up to like nearly 200k. Nice. And I was like, <laughs> wow. So it just shows like we have, again, we've no money, but we have an audience there. Mm. There's people who are watching our stuff and the feedback, the comments, like it They're is. all good. We, obviously there is negative as well, but there yeah, is. But you, can, you can delete those. <laughs> But the, you know it's mainly positive we yeah, have more good. positive than negative the negative don't get me wrong man me and my mates you know what we used to do sometimes we nice. would sit down 
and just have cans and read through the <laughs> negative comments. I love and that. And I swear to fuck. We've been beat. I'd say they're hilarious. They're hilarious because yeah. they're so personal yeah. and they attack you. You know, it's funny, but it's like, oh my God. <laughs> YouTube comments are straight. Like there's a video that I have on YouTube. It's only 17 seconds long. And basically it's me. Grimes shows up in a video and I say, oh my God, it's Grimes. And go, I love Grimes. And all the comments are like, Grimes, you should, you can do better. You can get away from Elon Musk. I was like, you know, she doesn't see this. Like, where, who are these people that think that she's watching this? Yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's, the internet can be a, a, strange. a strange, harsh, graphic place. There was a, there was only the other day a friend of mine was telling me about subreddits that exist that you wouldn't believe. And some of them are very, very, very weird. People who pee in the sink. There's a whole subreddit for that these days. The and this fuck? lad's talking about the benefits of it. And what the fuck? <laughs> I know we just had some mad personal stuff like like the, actually this is one that's the best by far because I put up a post about the lads when we first put up on YouTube and I said hey so everyone out there please give uh, this is my new movie the lads I uh, hope you enjoy give your honest opinion please let me know what you think thank you very much blah 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 some lad wrote underneath it like this big huge paragraph he was yeah. like oh this film is terrible it's low budget the acting is dog shit oh you are all losers you know you're all fucking terrible actually what do you do uh, Ain't Adams needs to be medicated <laughs> right <laughs> And he was laying into me for ages and I just, I literally, I just wrote back to him, just playing the same says, go fuck yourself, right? And then he wrote back to me and he says, it's funny that the director tells you to give your honest opinion, yet when he doesn't approve of your honest opinion, he tells you to go fuck well, yourself. Well, you didn't give your honest opinion, you told that you had to go seek medical help, it's not really an but, opinion. I know, but then I just, lo- I just replied to him, I was like, alright, fair enough, you got me on that one. <laughs> well, I remember, um, and Mark would say this as well. Mark, because Mark's in that film Hillwalkers, and this woman took a time out of her out of her day to say he had it was a photo of him and his friend, and she wrote, "You were terrible in Hillwalkers. I hated that movie." But her Instagram profile is all about loving each other, and it's like a God. It's a proverb from the Bible about being yeah. nice. And it's like that's very Christian of you, which you just yeah. did. <laughs> and that's, well, that's another thing. It's like online social media. It's a place to. Anonymously, you, you be can, a dick. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's trolls. You can be nice. There's loads of people I know face to face. They're laying into me all this shit. You know, on, online mm. when you meet them, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I, was, I love I your movies. Movie, you're right. <laughs> your movie was really good tonight. I was like, you're a fucking liar. You literally just laid into me on social media because they're face to face, and you find it awkward. And I'm fine with. That's what the thing is with with movie making, especially in this industry. Mm. There's always going to be positive and negative. Yeah. You you ask people what's your what's your favorite your top five favorite movies of all time. One of those people is going to say Shawshank Redemption, right? <laughs> it's in someone's top five, but you're going to have the people who absolutely love Shawshank, and you're going to have a few people who hate Shawshank. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't. It just you can't please everyone. Yeah, and I know. Ex- I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and that's a pity because with some people I know, really talented filmmakers. And the same thing what I'm doing and they're, they're, they're making stuff and they're sending me stuff. It's like, oh man, have a look at this and I'm watching it. I was like, cool, so what are you doing? With it? Oh, well, I don't want to show anyone because I think it's shit or one person said it was shit. I was like, man. That just, it's a bad attitude just, to have, yeah. It's the bad attitude. It was like, you've made it. The main outcome from this is like, you made this and you feel class. You feel good about yourself. This is your achievement. Mm. You push the bollocks out. Release it. Someone doesn't like it. Someone doesn't like it. But you're going to have a few people who will. And it's the same thing then you're on to the next video. Right, what worked, what didn't. I can make this better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. No, it's the same, like, sure, I worked as a graphic designer for ages. There was days where I was withholding, I was working for bands where I would withhold on designs for their singles and stuff because I didn't think it was good. Yeah. And then you send it to them and they're like, what are you talking about? This is, this is, it's pretty decent. We're going to use it. Like, that's the, <laughs> And again, your harshest critic is always going to be yourself. yourself. Yeah. 100%. No matter what. Or my talk, dad. <laughs> <laughs> but I see, even that one, like, it do be writing. Saying to all my films, I look back on all of them. I was like, I'm very proud of what I've done. I don't give a fuck what anyone else is. I'm de- I'm absolutely buzzing delighted from mm. But it's the part of like, oh, I could have done that better. I could have changed this. I should have wrote that. She should have said this. So again, it's like, it's always a part of your harshest critics. It's 100% going to be yourself. Uh, I've got a very serious question for you now. Oh, um, fuck. What was it like bringing M.I. Shyamalan to Nando's? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be straight up. My biggest achievement in life... <laughs> I don't care if I win an Oscar. I don't care if I make millions or whatever, whatever happens or where I am now in my career. My peak in life is that I got a Nando's with M. Night Shyamalan and it was his first Nando's and it was absolutely amazing. Did he like it? Did he enjoy it? I fucking loved it. So what what happened was we were, were this year we shot a new movie for his production company Mm. uh, shooting here in Ireland. It's called The Watchers. Yeah. 
and he produced it. It's starting Dakota Fanning. Blah. It's being released next year. And uh, pretty much I was chatting to him and I just turned to him and he goes, have you ever had a Nando's? He's like, Nando's, bro? What's that? <laughs> I was you've never had a Nando's? I was like, nah, man, what's that? Because he was talking about a place to eat yeah, yeah, yeah. around Ireland. And I was like, because he's saying, I'm staying near Stephen's Green. I was like, oh, there's a nice little Nando's down on Mary Street. If you go down there, have a look, you'll be... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, I've never heard of it. So we're like, okay. So then every, pretty much the job was 10 weeks. Right. And pretty much most times we were chatting. At the end of it, he'd just stop with, do you think I could get that as a truck? Like, because, you know, on set, sometimes they yeah, treat yeah. you because you're doing overtime, they're long hours. So sometimes they get a coffee truck, crepe truck, donut truck, whatever. And he said, do you think I could get it as like a truck? And I was like, I don't know, could you? <laughs> and he goes, I'll look into it. I was like, no, you won't. He goes, I will. I was like, you're going to look into getting a truck for Nando's for the crew. He goes, yeah, bro, watch this. And he went and blah, blah, blah. And the weeks went on and on and on. And he kept, he'd always bring it up to me. He was like, I'm telling you. He's like, before I go, bro, me and you getting Nando's. We're getting Nando's. He's like, okay. So we're the last week we were doing night shoots, right? And we were filming on a Friday. We were doing a night shoot on a Friday and we were filming on the Saturday night. And on the Friday night, he came up to me and we were just chit-chatting and he goes, I'll tell you one thing, buddy. He's like, tomorrow night, me and you are going to be two happy bros. I was like, <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> And then Saturday, we went into the set. Uh, pretty much getting them ready to go and this uh, these two jeeps pull up and then when all, all I heard on the walkie talk he was like Ian Ian come in Ian come in I was like what they got Nando's <laughs> I was like and then I goes what and he goes they got Nando's repeat they got Nando's <laughs> I fucking legged out the front and just boxes of Nando's to set up a tent out the back the whole lot it came with these butterfly chicken wings rice broccoli naan bread <sighs> Chips, peri peri sauce, the whole lot. You're making me hungry now, man. Oh man, I'm sweating <laughs> even thinking about it. And I, I was there, I was sitting at the, I was looking at the tent, looking at, it, and then he comes up behind me. I have a video on my phone. I have, I got. I saw pictures. the photo. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the photo. And he, I, I got a video of it. And he just comes up to me and hugs me. He goes, "This is for you, bro. This is for you. See, we did it. We did it." I was just like, man. I just looked at him and says, "This is a fucking honor." So I said, he goes, "Right, what do I do? What do I do?" I was like, "Come with me." Come with me, my son. So then me and him, me and him, I Jamalan, just went around the tent. I was like, right, I was like, right, night. Grab the chips, pay pay sauce, being a pay pay sauce, butterfly, chicken wing, get a broccoli, get that into it. And then we we went over to the tent, poured the sauce on it, and he was digging into it. And he just looks at me and goes, That's really good. <laughs> That is a bizarre story. Oh, and that's the thing. I was like, that is, I've I've peaked in life. It's amazing. And then the same thing, my mates were like, I was sending pictures of lads. And they're like, are you having a Nando's in my Shyamalan? <laughs> that's your man who made split. I was like, what the fuck? There's six cents. So it was, uh, yeah, it's a very, very proud achievement. I'd say it is. Yeah, amazing. Pick your brain about something because it was on the radio today about RT being privatized. So they're hoping to bring in new TV sh- outsider people with film and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. I was wondering on your end of the industry, does that help matters in terms of getting stuff onto it? This sounds fucking great. This is the first time here. How do I get involved? What's I, the crack? No, so basically, the government were like, as far as I was aware, listening to it on Radio One, they were just basically like, okay, um, we're going to outsource more. Uh, from RT because of the whole thing that you know the mismanagement funds and all that kind of carry on right so as far as I'm aware they were hoping to get more basically shows that are not always made by RT coming in onto the show or films or something like that as well right so I would imagine that would benefit you particular like your kind of industry quite well would it? I hope sounds about it <laughs> I might be getting it wrong but that's kind of the gist of what I got that'd be kind of because I have no friends who've tried to get stuff on RT before they said that it's just absolutely impossible yeah like, yeah I, apparently Virgin Media I've one of my mates at the moment uh, Dan, uh, Dan Lloyd he used to be an AD with us out on Vikings he's working for Virgin Media at the minute and the same thing I I said it to him I was like oh any chance I could maybe get one of my movies on the telly could you look into that for me and he says oh yeah we'll, we'll have a look and see what we can do so I haven't heard back end but that was there a while ago so it would be nice just even to get one on TV because the same thing if it's just watch it on the telly you don't know that one person who's just casually sitting on the couch oh yeah all you need is that one person to see him like what the fuck is this 
You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be nice, but that's interesting you say that. I'm actually going to look into I that. I think that's what it, I think that's kind of what I got is basically that they're going to outsource just a little bit more. It might even just be, it. hopefully it's not just for ads, but I'm hoping it's for, you know, original programming and stuff that's outside of what RT is. Because I know a few actors now, they said just any, trying to get anything onto it is you need to know someone very, very up. That's <laughs> basically. what I'm saying, man. YouTube. Yeah. Like that's why I keep saying loads of people are like, no, I'm not sure on YouTube. Let's see. It's like, what's the pro? That's it's, the it's, it's literally, it's a global audience. Mm. Anyone can watch your fucking video. And it's the same thing as like, it doesn't matter where they're from. There's people watching. There's always people looking for, oh, what new short horror movie is out? Oh, what's a, what's a random feature film I'm going to type in? It's Halloween. Oh, horror movies free. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, don't think about the money part. Just think about your hard work, recognition, recognition. Yeah. That one person needs to see it. Well, sure. I'm amazed that more people don't do because like, when I saw that Manholm was on, I was like, "That's a fucking genius idea." Because like in the states now, you have comedians like Shane Gillis and Mark Norman who put their YouTube, they put their specials up on YouTube, little forty minute specials. They did absolutely fantastically. Really, it was a real good way. Like Shane Gillis got cancelled hard as well, and he put his up on, put that up on YouTube, and everyone was like, "Oh shit, the guy's actually really funny." Like, <laughs> it's the same with the Hardy books. Yeah, Hardy books is the a Hardy prime books example. Started yeah, on YouTube. And that fucking took off. Mm. And so I know one of the lads, Simon uh, Keenan, he's a, he works in uh, DIT on set. Mm. Same, he done that in college with a bunch of mates. And they just started, they do, oh, let's just record this, whatever. It was started off in college and then it ended up on YouTube. Cultural phenomenon. So to, then literally RTE scene, it was like, this is class. And then they made it into a TV show. Then they made it into a movie. And now the Viper. there was a film, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Viper uh, buzz, like they're all like, they're still all going strong. Viper has his, uh, PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> so who showed me a video of the Viper recently? Was It's him in like a tunnel repeating the lines from a famous exchange on The Late Late Show or something. <laughs> it was like your man Frank McGurk. Or is it McGurk? Who wrote uh, Angela's Ashes. And it's another guy called him a phony. Oh, and basically it? it's him in a tunnel repeating the dialogue for the whole thing, just going back and forth between himself. <laughs> and like people would walk by and go like, what the fuck is your man yeah. doing? <laughs> the best bit of Irish TV by far is Buzz being interviewed on the side of a road, right? And he says, oh, "Was up last night? And I was oh, yes. having a few scoops." I know what right? you're talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. everyone's seeing it. He goes, "Having a few scoops," and this lad looks at me and goes, "You looking at me, right?" He goes, "You looking at me?" We fucking squared up to each other <laughs> like this, and he goes, and we, we stopped and he goes, "Wait a minute!" I was like, "I think I know this fella." And he's like, "I think I know you too." He's like, are, "Are you my father?" And he goes, "Am I? You're? Are you my son?" <laughs> Turns out he wasn't. Just ditched him a headbutt and headed off. <laughs> Here, I gotta ask you, but what was it like working with Russell Crowe? Ah, oh, man. Legend. Big, big Russell Crowe. Big, big R. Yeah, big, big RC. <laughs> and you gotta work it. It was a fucking good film as well, The Public Exorcist. That, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Not just, ooh, because I worked on it. Yeah. It actually is. I really enjoyed it. I'm very proud to be a part of it. It's a nice little horror. It's fun. It's violent. It's just a bit of crack. Mm. And but yeah, Russell Crowe man is literally an absolute legend. Yeah, apparently he's, he's like he he is a persona that he was quite. I know he actually said that after South Park took the Mickey out of him, which they really took the piss out of him. Oh, he actually fought went, around, yeah, the world. Fought around the world. He actually took that on the head and stopped being so aggressive. And apparently now he's like a really, really? lovely well, guy. Like, apparently back in the day he did have a mad temper. Oh yeah, yeah. And I did, <laughs> I did see him lose it once. He okay. lost it once. And I said, I swear to fuck, I, I nearly shit myself. <laughs> but he. Uh, yeah, he was just a cool dude. I remember dude from romper stomper. Like I can imagine he is a bit of oh, a man. But that's the thing. But even that, like when we first we first started the job and all the producers were in and all the crew, everyone was chatting. Everyone was like, "No, listen, you know, be careful of Russell. Don't say this around him. Don't say that. You know, he's he's a bit mad." But I said, "Okay, right." <laughs> and listen, you remember first day he walked up to me and I seen him. He says, "Hello, Russell. Uh, I mean, nice to meet you." He goes, "Sap can't." <laughs> really? And I just looked and goes, "What?" And he goes, "Sap can't." And he put his hand out like that, and I just burst out laughing. And I was like, "I'm home." <laughs> And for the whole like three months, like we pretty much Wait, just called each other. We shot it in come. Ireland, wasn't it? Yeah, we yeah. shot it in Ardmore Studios and Ray. But there's actually a really cool story, right? That we did you ever hear of Fiverr Friday? No. So Fiverr Friday, pretty much a lot of TV and film jobs do it. Oh, well, yeah, I don't. Know, maybe other jobs do it. But <laughs> pretty much at the end of every week on a Friday, everyone just puts a fiver into a bag. Okay. And then you throw your name in with your fiver. And at the end of the day, when you wrap at six o'clock, you put your hand in and whatever name you take out is the person who wins all the money. All right. Okay. Right. So Russell Crowe being Russell Crowe, he, uh, he put a grand into it. Very nice. Right. <laughs> Just casually, he was like, what were you up to, mate? It was like, oh, it's up to like 400 quid. He's like, fucking right, mate. And he just <laughs> opened up his wallet. It was just a, lot, a stack of 50s, threw in a grand. He goes, there you are, mate. <laughs> fucking Australian. Right. 
And then uh, blah blah blah. I won. Nice. Yeah, I won, I won like 1,800. I was like, get in There's there. There's the budget for another film. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nice. So I won that. And then we were going down to shoot in Limerick for one week. And we were going to shoot in Limerick. Uh, we were filming one day and Russell pulled me and said, hey, mate, hey, come on, here, bro. I said, what? I said, this is it. So what I'm going to do is like, when we go out to fucking, <laughs> I'll stop doing it. I'll stop doing the voice. <laughs> no, you can do it. I like, love it, man. Fighting around the world. So he pulled me aside and he said, so Ian, what we're going to do is like, we're, we were going out in Limerick to uh, Richard Harris went to this pub in right. Limerick it was where he always used to go drinking so we went there and Russell obviously he he booked it Probably he rented it yeah. he rented it for the night for us oh, class. as you do right so pretty much he says so what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy everyone a pint and I'm going to say you bought it out of your Fiverr Friday oh. and I was like I looked at him and I was like what? Was, yeah I was like that's really sound here but I, I don't want you just fucking shut up mate shut fuck up <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It'll be fine, right? I'll do it. It'll be good. All right, mate. I was like, that's really sound here, boss. But Russell, I said at the same time, says, it's very sound, but if people find out that, that, you didn't, that yeah. I didn't, it's almost like I went up and said, Russell, please, man, listen, I have no mates. Will you please just buy Evan a point and say, I don't You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. seven, but like, your man, Ian's a fucking loser. <laughs> So, uh, but he laughed about it, and he was when it when he went into the pub. I I arrived late, and everyone was having points, and he stood up and he goes, "Cheers for the fucking points, Ian!" Mate. And he goes, "Cheers!" For Everyone's like, "Cheers, Ian!" I was like, oh, "Yeah, you're welcome." <laughs> so. well, it's always lovely to hear that people like that, you know, of that caliber of acting are dead on. Like, but that's the thing. Even right now, just chatting like this, we just be chatting, mm. and he was telling people stories about Gladiator, and just like just. He didn't care. He was mm. just outside with the crew, smoking fags, sit down, getting pictures, and slagging everyone. And <laughs> he's good, yeah. He's good, crack. Really, really nice guy. I'd love to work on him again. Uh, what's actually just out of curiosity the most difficult set that you've ever been on? Like, as in difficult? <laughs> the, no, 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 not in terms of like relations. To like, what was like a real fucking just hard day at work? Like the Pope's Exorcist. Oh, really? <laughs> if anyone that's listening, one hundred percent, they'll fucking tell you the Pope's Exorcist. What is it? Just the possession scenes? It or? was just no. It wasn't that you see? Because you're working with kids, and then like the kids' hours are really long. Oh, and they oh, have they're, to be sorry, they're really short. There's only certain amount of hours. Six hours or something, isn't it? Yeah, or? and then yeah. you have to then you have to so you shoot all the close-ups with the kids, and then when you do the turnaround onto the other actor. If you get a double in so it's just the other double oh, okay. shoulder so it's not the actual kid actor and then you have like you know Russell like with his contract he can only he could only work like a certain amount of hours hmm. and like he's like no no at this time I'm going home whatever or there's times where people would not saying who but some people would arrive late and then like usually like when you're when you when you're working on set, the main hours you kind of do is eight to six hmm. or you do a one hour pre-call were you AD on or were you? I was an AD yeah, yeah. so you do one hour pre-call so you arrive at seven you get ready get your walkie cast crew get ready blah 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 then you hopefully get the cast down for eight you do a rehearsal and hopefully usually some, like you try shoot for like half nine okay or nine but we weren't shooting until half eleven Ooh, or twelve long, that's a lot of nights so that's half of the day gone and that way you only have left you literally only have left five and a half six hours to shoot the rest of the day you know what I mean yeah. that's the likes of and then you go into overtime and that's likes of sometimes the call sheet will be eight to six plus two hours overtime so you could be doing seven until eight so you know what I mean and it's, it's like they're long days stop as well yeah you see my missus was pregnant with her second child at the time and she had hyperemesis and she was like like my miss, like she literally nearly died Fuck. Like she was fucked. She was sick every day. Jeez. It's like morning. T- so hyperemesis is like it's morning sickness all day, every day. So she oh couldn't eat. God. She couldn't drink. I've she was puking. Was. She popped blood vessels in her throat because she was dry heaving so much. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be back next Friday. Uh, I'm a, I'm away for two weeks and Toodaloo. then my and then I'll be away. I'm doing 15 hours today. So I'll you know I'll just be back whenever. So that was like That's mentally, hell, yeah, it was tough. And like my like my missus was like. She's absolutely amazing. Like fair play to her for she went through a lot and that, yeah, that doesn't she sound was easy very, in any very regard. supportive and she uh, she got through. She was she done great. Oh. And my daughter came out great. She's amazing. She's healthy. She's fine. And that's a good thing. And Gemma, she's still alive, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> which is which yeah. is the which is the baby that's in the film actually? Uh, Kaya. That's my that's, first. That's daughter. your first, is it? Yeah. What's <laughs> mad? Even that, like, because in March, this March coming, we started shooting that three years ago. Mm. so my daughter in it is she's only like fucking I think she's like 
four months old and I'm looking at her now that seems like she's so a giant as well, yeah. she's a full set of teeth she's talking she's running around cuckoo gaga she's a person like she's a, she's a full on person she's you know gives me shit she's a bit of a mad <laughs> attitude you know but uh, yeah man it was cool though. I wanted to get her in there somewhere and it was cool and you remember you came to the the first screening wasn't it the, I, the Savoy was the first one the yeah. one where I cried did you cry did you wait? Did, I think you might came to the second one. I might have been at the second one. Oh fuck, man! The first one there was <laughs> rough because the first one pretty much it was it was it was a lot of hard work. For I'd like say it was. Weeks. Yeah, it was year year and a half work, and then I had like um, I had my daughter, and a lot a lot had changed. You know, with COVID, and I was a dad, and then my miss was pregnant on a second. You know, with work and not being around and stuff. Yeah, and that's then, a lot. Uh, it was a lot, and then like you know, it was finally here. You know, there was like. 200 people the screen was packed out and it was my first time showing it to everyone and I remember I wrote like this big professional big boy speech I had it ready to go and I want to thank everyone and this and that and I miss everyone and then I stood up in front of everyone and everyone just started clapping and well done blah 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 and I started talking and then out of nowhere I just looked over and in the corner my daughter was there and she just looked at me and she said she, went, she just waved and she said hey dada and I just literally just I it. broke down in tears I broke down for the moment and she ran up. It was like something of a cheesy movie. No, I definitely she didn't ran see up this. I remember she this. She me and I just was crying. Then everyone stood up, gave me a standing ovation. And Amazing. then I broke down even more. <laughs> so I just literally... Stop I just, it. It was. I just stood there in front of everyone. I just cried. I didn't say it. Well, I did eventually, but I just stood there for ages crying. Holding my daughter while everyone was clapping. I was like, lad, stop crying. I'm fucking, I, nearly, I nearly had it here. I was trying to be a professional. But I'm actually glad that happened because actions what's that thing actions speak louder than words. words yeah and it's that thing of no matter what I said whatever I said but at the same time that moment that memory I have now I have that for the rest of my life no matter what I said but that like that special moment is like I yeah I had the premiere of my movie I was so delighted and then my daughter ran up pretty much like well done daddy I love you and my missus there as well but our other baby in her stomach I was like fuck man <laughs> times have changed this is so life. much <laughs> you know, then compared to like a few years ago you're just going out with the lads right lads we make a movie I had the screen and 200 people. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we're going to the pub after. Who wants to come? I just go down for points. That was it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a that's, really, that's a special something. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very special. And it's it's motivated me even to do more now with having kids. It's the likes of, oh, class, I'm going to make you proud. And she's always like, Daddy, can we watch Daddy's movie or Daddy's movie? And then when she seen me on the screen, she watched it with us. Yeah. And she was, every time I come on, she goes, Daddy, there's Daddy, look at I was like, come on, missus. That's adorable. Yeah, class. Uh, I just, cool. I noticed how long we've been going, so I always have to do like a few quick fire questions at the end, if that's all right with you. Yeah, uh, Biggest f- inspirational film for you? Oh, <laughs> Oh, Predator. Pre- really? Yeah. I didn't think you were going to say Predator. No, Predator. Because my team with Predator, I remember seeing that as a kid, is because my team was the fact of a movie started off, the first 50 minutes or an hour was like... It's a Vietnam it's War a, film. It's like, an yeah. action movie. <laughs> it's just an action movie. It's dudes blowing up shit, you know, bam, 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 whatever. And then literally the last hour of that, it just goes to a sci-fi alien slasher kill off one by one type of movie and they're like what the fuck this just shows you how like creative you can be that you can mix up two different genres throw them together and it works oh it's a brilliant like um, even the new one Prey is a fantastic example oh, as well. like the Prey, Prey was brilliant Prey was and sorry that's, that was the first action movie my daughter watched with me. it was Prey <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, she was two and it's she, very violent I know yeah but I put her to bed one night and pretty much if she wakes up in the middle of the night while I'm up watching Teddy the rule is, is like you have to watch what daddy's watching mm. And she's been on the set to me a few times, so she knows <laughs> kind of it's not real, so it's cool. Yeah. So like, come on, right? If you're staying up, we're watching Prey. If if you get scared, no problem, we'll go to bed. If you want to watch it, as you can stay up. And she <laughs> goes, okay, Daddy. And she sat there from start to finish and she fucking loved, loved it. it. It's a great film. Oh man, it's so good. See they announced number two. Oh, did they? Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm ho- uh it's funny you mentioned that the the thing with your with your daughter, because I remember when I was growing up, my dad would have like extremely violent films on TV. Yeah. And my mom would come in. He goes, "You're not watching that with him." Or he goes, "It's fine." He goes, "He closes his eyes. He closes his eyes when he, or I close his eyes when something bad comes up." Yeah, well, Do you I, know the I extent was... of it was? <laughs> Hand open, and not covering it at all, yeah. and you just go like this, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, there's Scarface." But that's the thing. The same. Anytime there was a violent thing, it was I. I would put my hand over her eyes like that. So she, but she loved it. And as well, it's saying that as well, like. Uh, Predator mm. uh, Die Hard the same thing kind of From Dust Till Dawn is oh, kind of an, another yeah. I have a mad uh, I think loads of people pick Quentin Tarantino and Scorsese and all these 
you know, big directors. They are great at what they mm. do, but like, I think Robert Rodriguez has oh, done that's fantastic. I kind of, me and him, we kind of in the same boat, but like, obviously, he has made millions. He's made a lot of money <laughs> and been very successful. Sin City. But I just mean the likes of, you know, when he started off with El Mariachi, mm. it was the one before Desperado. He done what we done. He just picked up the camera himself. He shot the whole Super thing. Super and all that he, kind of, yeah. he edited the whole thing. He done the sound design. He just went out and shot it himself. And then Miramax picked it up. I think he up. did even all the music in it and stuff as well, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. He done everything. It was yeah. just old school, one man kind of kind of do it. But um, yeah, it's. I just thought that was really cool and very inspirational. And, uh, uh, what's your favourite film of the year for so far, actually? Of the year? Yeah, that's out this year. Oh, fuck. Man, I'm going to be honest, man. It's been a fucking shit year. Mm, it's not it really great. has. <laughs> really bad year. I saw Past Lives recently that I thought was a really fantastic film. I don't know if you've seen it, have you? Never heard of it. It's like um, these, basically these two people that live in Korea, they're like 12, think they're boyfriend and girlfriend. And then one of them emigrates, the, the girl emigrates to New York, but they still kind of keep in contact. And then they don't speak for like 10 years. And then the guy basically goes over to New York for one night and then that's the film. But it's like one of the most realistic kind of portrays of a relationship I've ever seen in the movie. Oh, okay. It was funny. I was going to see it on my own and then my nana and my mum were over and they were just like, uh, can we go with you? We think that sounds like good. And they all saw it. And even my nana, who's like 84, she was like, that's one of the most realistic relationship films I've ever seen. Acting's phenomenal in it. There's nobody super famous in it. It's just yeah, a really yeah, yeah. just well done film. Nice. It's like there's like four people in the whole movie, I think. It's actually it's well a pity, worth watching. It's actually a pity you, you asked me that question because I really that just kind of shows you how bad it. I really can't think of any move this year. It's I was been like fantastic, awesome. Barbie, <laughs> Barbie was good. Barbie was I did really good, enjoy yeah. it. It was very well done. But at the end, there was nothing. I was like, oh man, I watch that again. I am buzzing for. Uh, it just shows you how different we have a movie Thanksgiving like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm literally might be seeing it tonight and I, yeah I might be yeah. oh man it's a po- <laughs> did you see the reviews it's meant to be deadly it's supposed to be fucking I love class. Eli Roth is Eli Roth Eli Roth yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing, anyone doesn't know Eli Roth done Cabin Fever Hostel uh, he's done a lot of really good horror movies mm. but like it's, it's, apparently it's just because that's what he even said he said I want to make a movie that's my Halloween my Scream just a fun slasher movie I heard it's brutally violent as yeah. well. <laughs> apparently it's crap but even like the, the then with the twists and keeps you guessing who it is it's oh just, good it's a really really good horror movie I'm buzzing that's something I'm really excited to see now I'm gonna maybe see it over the weekend no I can't wait to watch it as well it's been a lot it's been a while since I saw oh what the hell did I watch recently Five Nights at Freddy's which I was like oh, oh uh, did you see it I've I didn't bother I read it okay so I read the whole <laughs> the script like yeah yeah. I was like I don't want to sit down such an interesting concept at, at its core and then you see it and you're just like why did you make this for kids it could have been a really really scary film like, yeah yeah it was not great <laughs> it oh, was yeah. not the worst but it wasn't great um, I'm trying to think of some other questions uh, go to director I think you've already recognized go to director for me would either be Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. or Matthew Vaughn who's Ma- oh Matthew Vaughn is done Kick-Ass yeah, yeah, Kingsman yeah, yeah. X-Men First Class because my thing was like look, and actually that's a lie Spielberg because Spielberg you can't is, really go wrong <laughs> like the man is a fucking like he's a legend I only saw Minority Report recently I was like how do you know not you never people seen talk my, oh, how do non people talk about this Spielberg man. film it's one of his best films like so in my opinion good. anyway yeah you know yeah. it's class I watched The Fablemans recently I haven't seen it I heard it's brilliant it's actually cool because the only reason I watched it I was like because loads of people text me saying, man, you need to watch The Fablemans because it's you as a kid. <laughs> Even my dad rang me up. And my dad, like, he is very supportive, but he was like, son, I'm telling you, I'm after watching this now and it's just like looking at you when you were young throwing shit out the window or doing this <laughs> stuff or all the fake blood all over the place. I was like, really? And then I watched it and it was so, it was crazy how much, like me and my mates, the things they used to do mm. Trying to make movies or the little techniques to use of like again the perfect no uh, low budget <laughs> filmmaking. It's a really really good movie. I uh, enjoyed it. I know I need to say because I, I heard so people were touting it as one of Spielberg's best films, at least one of his best films in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you could work with anybody, who would it be? Oh, because you've worked with a fair few, all right. Like M Night Shyamalan uh, is a pretty cool guy to have on your for, CV. Like. For me, for me, because I just think it'd be so cool, and I grew up with with them it would be one of these two people it would either be Schwarzenegger mm. or Stallone nice <laughs> like you know that's my childhood right there yeah, yeah. I was always watching I wouldn't want to work with Van Damme because I heard he's fucking mad <laughs> oh uh, they, when when they were talking about him on Graham Norton I was just like the, where he talked about kicking the guy in the chest in the Expendables too. I think I was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. that guy does sound fucking bonkers yeah. well, like. he did he came out and he said he does he is bipolar Oh, is he? He has okay. bipolar disorder and all that stuff. Obviously, okay. that's that's yeah. fair. But at the same time, 
he just seems like I'd be scared of him. Universal Soldier is a good film, though. <laughs> oh, Hard Target, Universal Soldier. Oh, those. yeah, I love those those '80s action films. I think oh. they're just you can't beat them. Like, and that's the thing you don't they don't make fucking action movies like they like, used like to. that. Yeah, like the only action movies I can think of recently that are kind of like that is obviously The Expendables mm. and the John Wick movies. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the story. I do not care. There's some cool shit happening on the screen. People are getting broke up. Or even like all the Paul Verhoeven films and all that kind of stuff. It's like, why don't we get something like Man. that anymore? Like the Starship, satire action stuff. Starship yeah. Troopers, Robocop, uh, <laughs> Hollow Man. Hollow Man's, Hollow Man. Man's great. Yeah, that yeah. is a great. That's a weird movie. film because he starts off as kind of like, oh, it's cool. It's gonna be a little thriller, and then at the end of it, you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. it's so violent. It goes dark. <laughs> I didn't know that was Paul Verhoeven for years now, to be honest. Yeah. And then I was when I was watching it. A while ago. I think I watched it over COVID. I was just like, ah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, man. It's by far, like, I'll just never forget it. Cause I remember watching it with my brothers. I was like 10. I have two older brothers. <laughs> okay. So we were watching it. And we rented it one night. And I just remember being like, oh, cool. He goes invisible. And then the scene with the dog. Yeah. Oh, kills the yeah. dog. And then like with the women when they're naked and stuff. I was like, whoa, this is graphic. <laughs> and as long as I watch it even now, like, you know, you watch yeah, it again. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. This is a dark movie. Did Bob Riley, he did Basic Instinct as well, didn't he? Uh Oh, he did, yeah. And he done Total Recall. He did. Oh, Total Recall yeah. as well. I only saw that for the first time. I got to see it in cinema and I'd never seen it before. Are you serious? I've seen the Colin Farrell Fuck one. Me. seen the Colin Farrell one. Don't mind. I love Colin Farrell, but don't mind that movie. It's <laughs> fucking shit. Um, what about you? What's So what would be your, like, sorry, top five favourite films of all time? Go. Oh, well, I know that I, oh, don't, I, I think The House That Jack Built is fantastic. I love that movie. Um, I do watch Scott Pilgrim versus the world quite a bit. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've I love actually that never, movie. That's the only, not at the light, that's one of Edgar Wright's one that I've actually never seen. Kind of my happy go-to lucky film. Even though I would admit it's not his best film, it's still just, I just really, I just really, there's something about it that I just really, really like. Oh, I don't get asked questions. This is hard. There you go. Go on. You can do uh, it. Go on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, fuck. I actually can't. <laughs> I actually genuinely can't think. It's not my job. <laughs> I try just the ones that come off to my head. I thought Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the recent one, was absolutely phenomenal film. That was. Um, oh, you've stumped me now. I really can't think of of any. <laughs> that's okay if you can. Well, that's good show. Yeah, Blade no, Runner. Blade. Well, the original Blade Runner. I loved Apocalypse Now. Um, and then, if we're talking action films. I guess the Raid films are absolutely phenomenal. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Oh, man, Just... sorry, I take it back. The Raid one, <laughs> by far. Do you prefer the first one or the second one? First one, 100%. Oh, I prefer the second one. Really? Yeah, I like the second one better. First one, old school, just one man kills Knocking the all. fuck out of everybody. <laughs> Kicks the fuck. That scene, remember, there's two parts in that movie that I remember is absolutely minging, is when your man, some lad is chasing him and he grabs him and he throws him over the staircase. Oh, and the glass. Back, no, his back falls in half over the, oh, the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then another one is when he, he throws a lad through a door and the spike the wood is sticking up through the door and he jumps backwards and he grabs your man by the neck and he pulls him backwards and your man's neck goes through the wood. I was like, oh, oh it's just Have you ever so seen long. I Saw the Devil actually? No, that sounds familiar. give that a good film. It's a, it's a Korean film. I actually saw Old Boys 20 years old next week wow. as well. Yeah. Do you want to hear something mad? What? I've only seen the American one. <laughs> and I loved Spike I Lee loved, did that one, wasn't it? I yeah. think it was Spike Lee. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. The American yeah. one, but you see, that's because I didn't watch the Korean one first mm. but uh, that twist in the American one did you see the American one yeah, yeah. it's similar to the the original oh, one though that's wow. it's actually it's more I think it's more brutal in the American one it's pretty damn brutal in the original but I think it's more <laughs> it's, I'm trying to think of some other films that like because you do I do want to answer I th- oh by the way a, a horror film that I, I don't say I won't say it's one of my favorite films but do you ever see 30 Days a Night Man. it's a vampire film no one talks about it it's an, an unbelievable movie so and underrated. The Descent is the other one but everybody talks about The Descent but um, so underrated yeah, fantastic film actually sorry while we're on this topic you're on about films that really motivated you another one because we're on, mm. on this Dog Soldiers Oh, Dog Soldiers is brilliant. Dog you know Soldiers. Simon Pegg was meant to play the lead in that and he did Shaun of the Dead instead. No way. Yeah. Do you know who else was supposed to be the lead in that? The sergeant, the yeah. Scottish fellow? Yeah, he was in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Statham. No way, well, really? He pulled out to shoot John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Oh, oh, that, isn't that film With not Ice great? Cube. <laughs> isn't that the I, I'm going to be straight up. Uh, Ghosts of Mars is one of my guilty pleasures. Okay, <laughs> it's it's terrible. It's fucking terrible, but I love it because it's so cheesy. You know, I think I've seen it. Yeah, the that's... cool costumes. The do you remember? Pretty much, they go to Mars. There's a, Mars is the new Earth, mm. 
and uh, Jason Statham and the gang, they're all cops and they have to go into this little mining village to collect uh, a prisoner, mm. who, which is Ice Cube. Okay. <laughs> so they have to go in and get him. But the this whole, is like 2003, Ice Cube. 2001. Yeah. So this, the whole town has gone crazy with Pantora's box. Everyone's been possessed by these monsters and they're carving themselves kind of like Mad Max. They have their teeth are filed. They have all these mad sharp weapons, these blades. So everyone's trying to kill them. It's kind of like a little predator dog soldiers thing. It's okay. a bunch of people with guns shooting a bunch of crazy motherfuckers. Yeah, it's John Carpenter gone wild, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, originally, it was actually supposed to be Escape from Mars, the third oh, uh, Escape okay. from LA, Escape from With New York. With Solid Snake or whatever? Or Snake, uh, Snake yeah. Plissken. Snake, yeah, that's it. John yeah. Carpenter. So he wrote it and pretty much when he wrote it, they were like, ah, oh, the second Escape from Escape from LA was shit. It didn't make any money. And then John Carpenter was like, what if I just made it anyway, but just changed because the prisoner Ice Cube that was supposed to be Snake Plissken uh, okay, okay. so we said what well, if we just changed it to Ice Cube can we still make it and they're like yeah so they still made it and they're still done pretty bad but that's one of my guilty guilty pleasures no, I'll I really give, enjoyed it my movie. guilty pleasure and I know it's not a good film is Cradle to the Grave I don't know if you ever oh, watched that oh man <laughs> X go give yeah. it to you he goes oh man that, that film scene goes in the, so, in the quad. That film, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck, that film that's a great so movie. so weird at the end. You're like, wait, it's a fucking nuclear weapon? What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> and then it like, but even that, do you remember that fight? It was Romeo Must Die, yeah, Exit yeah. Wounds, Cradle to the Grave. Oh, DMX was in DMX all DMX and movies. Jet Li, yeah. Jet Li, and it was, it was one of uh, DMX's songs that was the main song in it, and it would just be them, like, literally sailing through the air. The old, like, you know, Hong Kong <laughs> oh, yeah, type yeah. of action movie. It's fucking great. Cradle of the, another... the Grave was a film that I watched a lot. And the other one was, but like, at least I can stand by Cradle of the Grave. The one that my brother used to rent out every Friday, we would go to the local, we'd go to Extra Vision or Chartbusters. Nice. And we would rent out. And my mom used to get really annoyed. She's like, you can pick a different film. It was Master of Disguise. Do you know the Dana Carvey film? Oh God. It's I, so bad. Like it's so like... bad. And we would rent it out every single Friday. Um, my mom eventually was like, Sorry, no more. She's like, you're getting a different film. There's no, you're not picking this film out again. <laughs> wow. Fuck. <laughs> but um, sure, I, I'm, I'm actually out of questions because um, we're an hour now. But uh, the list of the last... Oh, shit, we're yeah, talking, yeah, talking an hour already? Yeah, we're talking an I surprised myself. I want to keep going. <laughs> wow. Well, um, this is the part where you get to plug anything that you have going on. Okay, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> the next hour so at the moment me and my mate Kieran Fitzgerald Piggott we've started a movie trivia podcast sick it's called did you hear about this movie right mm. so at the moment we've shot 17 episodes we're planning on shooting 30 and then in the new year we're going to release an episode every Sunday fantastic for like 6-7 months or whatever 30 episodes is <laughs> 30 weeks and uh, so that's pretty much what the podcast is about is I find 10 pieces of trivia so one week I pick a movie one week he picks a movie mm. I pick 10 pieces of trivia he finds 10 pieces of trivia and we just read them back and forth that's it so it's all the juicy gossip of the films that we grew up and that we love so it's very it's mainstream movies not really independent mm. um, but that's that uh, as well and my new movie The Feature uh, that's pretty much what we're planning is now we won Best Feature Film over the weekend at the Underground Film Festival in Dunleary congratulations happy days we were we didn't, were not expecting it but yeah it Mark nice. went and he was just like he's like he goes we're up against some good competition here he goes I don't know then he, and then he messaged me he goes we won yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's the same as us your man because he was like right we're on to it because we were up for best screenplay me and Joe I was nominated for best supporting actor for some fucking reason <laughs> I don't know why and then we were up for best uh, movie and like they done all the other ones we didn't win the other two it was like alright fair enough and the last one was kind of like best movie and we are like right that's obviously not us there's no way it's going to be us so your man was talking for ages and he's like oh yeah so the lads who made this very hard working guys they never give up they're always you know keep going at it blah 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 and literally we were all looking around the room like this because we were like it's not us you know what I mean <laughs> and then he goes and uh, we'd like to give it to the feature and then literally we have a video of it and all of the lads around the circle everyone turns around and goes what the fuck was it what <laughs> Why did you, did you win? You won. What the fuck? So we all hopped up, kind of real awkward clapping. I was like, eh, I really wasn't expecting this, but thanks a million for everyone for blah, blah, blah. This is great. But sorry, on that. Uh, so yeah, with the feature. So the feature will be released on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. On, oh, class. On New Year's Day. Nice. 
So yeah, I'm just gonna throw it up. As I'm I was saying, my, I'm gonna get my parents to watch that. There you go. <laughs> uh, throw it up on uh, New Year's Day. It'll be up for free. You watch it wherever you want because there's always those days between like Christmas and New Year's where everyone's hung over. You don't know yeah. what day it is, and there's nothing really on. You just chill out. So it'd be nice to watch. I'm over glad. On, That'd be a real nice film to sit down and watch. Yeah, yeah. Chill out on New Year's Day and watch that. And uh, and as well for every single person out there that literally helped me with this movie from. Ah, screw, you know, music, absolutely everything. I just really want to say thank you so much. I would not have won the award. I wouldn't have, this movie really wouldn't have been possible without the help of those people. Mm. And that if I have not said to you, thank you very much, you know, <laughs> I'm fucking mean. Thank you very much. And I really appreciate it. And that I couldn't have done it without you. And as well to all my mates, my family who support me since we were kids, since we were six years old, watching all of our shit movies. <laughs> and kind of saying, yeah, oh yeah, that's great. Keep going. Good man. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Even though they're terrible, but they were still giving us the pat on the back. And those little comments from people or that feedback from people saying, just a little bit of, oh, well done. Yeah. yeah. That was class. No, it does well mean done. the world, yeah. That yeah. really motivates you a lot. It does motivate you a lot more. So uh, thank you so much. And anyone who has been supporting me over the past few years, for, for the last three movies it's been really curious and hopefully one day so we'll, here's the three more <laughs> yeah here's three more and hopefully one day get paid for what I love doing that's the plan hopefully so we'll just see what happens alright man well it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you thank you so much for coming on that's, yeah. that's us it's a legend yeah thank you for having me on you're it's very really welcome cool. and, uh, <laughs> thanks for yeah, coming over yeah. if you want to talk shit about movies even some that not my movies you want to talk shit about <laughs> movies another time let me know I'd be more than happy to <laughs> alright man so that is the end of this episode for this week. I'm going to give a quick thank you again to Ian for coming on and chatting with me. It was a very interesting and absolutely hilarious chat, to say the least. Uh, make sure to check out the feature when it's up on YouTube. Uh, you will not regret it. It really is one of the best Irish comedies I've watched in a long time. And I'm not saying that lightly. I was absolutely dying with laughter when I was watching it for the first time. It really is hilarious. And uh, yeah, I guess on my end, if you enjoyed that episode and want to hear more just like it, please give the podcast a follow. It greatly helps me out. Uh, this was the last episode recorded on the laptop that I have been recording all the podcasts on I think I've done like 85 episodes on it or something like that so uh, hopefully getting a new one soon we'll be back to doing more episodes on a regular basis but um, yeah I hope you've enjoyed that episode if you wanted to hear much like it obviously give the podcast a follow you can leave me a review if that uh, if, if you liked it a lot as long as it's positive please but uh, the main thing is thank you very much for listening hope you enjoyed it I'll be back again soon for a new episode. Thank you and goodbye.